Bueller. 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 everybody to Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Victoria Cope. And this time I can actually say that we have Brian back one more time. <laughs> Welcome uh, you're back. You're just trying to get rid of me early. I no, know. I'm not. No, Who's that's that? not true. That's not I, true. I know when I'm not wanted, Gary. I can leave. <gasps> no! No! <laughs> no! He says, uh, "You know what's funny? I I've been we're all peaches and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> there there have been um, many times at the bookstore where me and a couple people at the bookstore will will do that. We'll do the like no, like that really long drawn out. And I don't know where it started there, but every time, every time in my head, it's knives chow. Oh, absolutely. It it has um, to be." Yeah, right? And I don't know if that's where, like, the reference came from, because it was someone else at the bookstore that started it first, but when I do it, that's who's in my head. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's great. Okay. Well, today, guys, today, we're talking about Minute minute 60. Minute 60, the, the one-hour mark. one-hour mark. Uh-huh. Minute 60 starts with Ferris pleading with Cam, and it ends with the boys in hiding. <laughs> so I, I like that, I like that, um... This scene feels actually kind of long. Like, we stay in this cab for a minute and a half in in just the backseat of the cab. This lasts about as long as the entire museum scene. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, cr- that's crazy to me. It's insane. It- <laughs> it's, yeah, right. So, so, Ferris, we ended Ferris last minute kind of... Starting to list off, like, this is what we, like, what do you mean nothing good? We, he said, we went to a museum, and then we start today, we, we saw priceless works of art, we, we, we ate pancreas, and I like- That's, why is that the last thing? You should build up to the good things. Um, I, I think, I think that he would have said more if not for this face that Cameron's making. The, the gorilla face? The gorilla face, when he's just like, (laughs) and Ferris is like, what are you doing? Like- (laughs) He he makes the face back at him like I uh, I think it's so silly. I like that they left in the pancreas line, even though the pancreas thing didn't happen in the movie, because at well, they were in a French restaurant. Yeah, and and so you kind of assume like okay, <laughs> like, oh, what's at the restaurant? <laughs> they didn't make it like in the script. They make a bigger deal of it because in the script they're like it's just they had they they ordered sweet breads and they didn't know what it was, and they had that <laughs> moment with the mater D where the mater D is like pancreas, and Ferris goes check please. <laughs> but they didn't want they didn't want the the mater d to like one up ferris like you can't have anyone else w- like ferris wins like that's he's he's like he gets his way in any of these situations and so you can't you can't have like that snooty waiter get a one up on him no absolutely not and so uh and so we just sort of uh gloss over that that just gets taken out of the movie but but the reference is still there and it works i mean it i I never questioned it when he said that they ate pancreas. I'm like, when did that happen? Like, no, like they went to this newbie fancy restaurant. Of course they had something like pancreas. <laughs> Sweet breads. That's how they, that's how they trick you. That, that, that's some BS there. Right? <laughs> I, uh, I've never had anything. I've never had. Oh, we talked about, we, we talked enough about organ meats. I think a couple weeks ago. Organ meats. We did. 
We did. Um, can't say I've ever had pancreas. No, I can't either. I'm, I, I'm not curious. I don't think I'm going to... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would ever want... I'd be open to try anything. I think, right? Yeah? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I might be squeamish about it. My confidence went down a bit. I'd think about it and be like, I'm going to... No, you know what will happen? My little <laughs> sister, my little sister would do it. And then I'd be like, oh, fine. <laughs> if she can do it. Well, Mo- my sister Morgan, she'll, she's got no sort of like squeamishness about like trying new foods and things. And so whenever we were kids, like, and, and mom would make something particularly daring, it was always, she would try it and be like, oh, that's pretty good. And then I would try it. And I think I was, I was definitely the more picky eater as a kid growing up. For sure. That's funny. For sure. I had I had the things I liked. I had like pizza and macaroni and cheese, and I was like, I'm happy. And you still eat those things, yes, like constantly. <laughs> like hey. I, no, that's yeah. not even a joke. <laughs> it's like, oh, I went and got food. It's like, and I can I already know you, and I'm just like, oh, your your idea of food is like pizza, macaroni and cheese, wings. Oh yeah, hot wings. We get hot wings. Me and my buddy Tim all the time. <laughs> I go to the taco shop over here a lot. Oh, okay. So now taco the, shop is the, in your diet. The taco right. shop around the corner is open. The drive-thru is open 21 hours. What? Why 21? Yeah, and not I don't, 24. I don't know. Maybe those three maybe, hours. Maybe they don't have anyone come to the restaurant between the hours of like three and six or something this, stupid. For these three hours, if you want a taco shop from this place, too bad. I haven't tried. I don't know what the three hours they're closed is. That's hilarious. That was in the middle of the day. They're taking a nap. Yeah, they they take a siesta. They take a siesta. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. But I'm not kidding when I say that I've driven to the taco shop at, like, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. No, I I believe you. uh, I believe you. Gotten, like, kind of fries or something. Now, me and Ricky don't drive, but I would be lying if I didn't say that we have not walked to a taco shop shop at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. 24-hour taco shops is the greatest thing in San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I would agree. Like, if something that you can get food that's filling, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. Yeah. I'm going to go get this food. Well, because, yeah, because, like, I, me and me and my buddy Tim will go get hot wings, but Wings and Things closes at, like, nine. I always think it's weird when they show places, like, in, like, big cities like this, like Chicago and New uh-huh. York, where they have, like, these food carts that you just go up to have a hot dog or a pretzel. Really? I think that's weird, because I'm like, how sanitary is that? Not probably not very. So I'm like, is it good enough to try? Given the circumstances, have you had like street food before? I've had stuff from like food trucks, but food that's trucks? different. Um, what about like like you go to like Balboa Park or something, and they've got those people that have like ice cream and lemonades and pretzels and things? No, no, huh? You guys are making me hungry. I'm sorry. Sorry. It's this, dinner time. No, it, it's because Ferris is talking about pancreas. I know. Pancreas <laughs> made me hungry. I was like, mmm, organ meats. I like liver. <laughs> I like liver. That's the extent of you it. Talked about, you talked about liver. Although I heard beef hearts, okay. I haven't I haven't tried that. So 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 Cameron's making this gorilla face. The gorilla face. Uh-huh. And I, I love how concerned Ferris sounds when he goes, what's wrong? because maybe he feels like he actually did make cameron upset yeah because he does care yeah yes because he does because he does care even though even though cameron says he doesn't or thinks he doesn't 
So he's got this genuine kind of moment. He he totally cares. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I like the two of them making the like kind of monkey face back at each other, like <laughs> back and forth at each other. Because Ferris doesn't know what's happening. He's just like, what are you? Is this a thing we're doing now? And he like makes the face back at him. And then we 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 pull out the camera pulls out just enough so we can actually see all three of them in the shot. And Sloan even also looks so like concerned for a moment. I like it. Like, what are you doing? And then he finally grits through his teeth. Look over there. Like a lot behind you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and we it's interesting. I like that we he says look over there, and Ferris doesn't look at first. It's Sloan. Yeah. We we cut to her like specifically turning, and then we pull to like the camera shot I like okay. We pull to this camera shot outside of the taxi. Yeah, like it's in between the two cars. Yes. And we just see her and Cameron looking through the window and Ferris still has his back turned. And it takes him a second to turn. And when he turns, the camera pans. Like pans to like the other yeah. car. Well, it's nice. This is all one shot. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're looking at the three of them in the car. And then we the camera turns in one fluid motion over to Tom, who is looking back at them. Right. And like, how is he just not looking full on at Ferris right now? I don't know. I don't know. He he. Maybe he just like glanced into the corner of his eye. He must have seen them. I mean, he must have seen them moving in the car, right? The movements and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, because because you. he looks at the paper and then he looks back and when he looks back, we pan across again. All still the same shot of Sloane sitting in the in that passenger seat that Ferris was in. Mm-hmm. So um, when you when the camera camera pans over to uh, to Cam- or Ferris's dad, uh-huh. he is turning his head in that moment. Yeah. So he is not at that immediate moment looking directly at them. So he's looking away. Okay. Yeah. So he might have he might have glanced while we still saw like the back of Ferris's head. Right. And then the two of them like it may, almost as if it was like one mo- like Ferris turns his head out the window as Tom turns from the window back to his paper. Yeah. And then Cameron and Ferris jump on the floor and Sloane scoots over right as he looks back. So when he looks back, it's just Sloan sitting in the Sloan sitting in the passenger seat. I love her sunglasses. She got she's trying to make herself like a movie star. She got big old glasses on because she's like her, Look at those her shades. lips doing kind of like a like a like a face. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like I'm. She looks so stylish. She's very I'm a, I'm um, adult. Uh huh. Yeah. This she's, moment made me fall in love with her. Oh, she's so it's so it's so good. I think it's really funny. I I I think it's really funny that she like kind of flirts with tom a little bit oh it's hilarious so so she and she and tom Mueller must have never no they they've had to have met she recognized him yeah absolutely if if she's his girlfriend she's been around the house well i don't know how long they've been together Mm. even if they were friends first you bring your friends to your parents' house. But I don't know well i mean they live with their you're right like they live but yeah but he should recognize her then Maybe because of the glasses and the face, like he thought, like, mm, like is it her or is it like an, uh, maybe a, maybe the because else. the her her behavior, he's like, oh, that that can't be her. Yeah, yeah. Because she's kind of like very rigid. She's got these big old glasses on, and she's making a face, and like she's got her hair like obscuring parts a little bit more on the further side of her face, like where her ears are and everything. And he's but, seeing her from a side view, so maybe in that moment, okay, he doesn't realize that it's her. This is something that I really, really love about Sloane. 
And we don't get enough of this in the movie. But she's just as, like, playful and and kind of... I wouldn't even say that Ferris feels like a prankster, necessarily. But she's, like, toying with him a little bit. She is using her wiles. Her, yeah. Her womanly wiles. And I don't think we see her behave this way. Like, there's something really, like, funny about about this moment and like her reaction to this situation this situation where he like she like knows that ferris and cameron are sort of like panicking they're on the floor they're like rubbing the little lucky rabbit's foot that ferris has and uh and she's just gonna like have a little fun and so she said she like messes with she like she's messing with him i think it's great i think i uh, like that he is he He's flattered by this too. I love it. I know, I know. It, his look when it, she goes, "Hey," and he's like, <gasps> "Like, like, like a who me? <laughs> like, are you serious?" It's definitely a Clark Griswold uh, in uh, yes, National Lampoon's yes, Vacation yes, moment. Yes, yes. Oh, you've seen this movie, Gary? I've seen. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> I've seen. I've seen Vacation. And uh, I, I actually, threw a honest, at the wall to see if it would stick. I, uh, I honestly, when you started saying, you gotta do sometimes. Clark Griswold, uh, my brain, my brain goes to Christmas Vacation before Vacation because I think that's just the one I've seen more, and uh-huh. uh, it made me think of. Um, I thought you were going to reference the moment with the the girl in the the mall with the lingerie. Right. Well, he has those moments <laughs> in every one of those movies. So. Oh sure, sure. He's just like that. He's kind of a little. He's a little bumble. I like Tom Bueller, Clark Griswold. Oh God. Uh huh. Can we have the there, Can we have the Ferris camp like the 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 Bueller family vacation? Oh please, yes. Ferris and I just imagine Jeannie is just like uh No, yeah. Ferris like, and Jeannie, and then Tom and Katie. And the imaginary other two kids that don't exist, but sometimes exist. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Kimberly and Todd. She Kimberly has a brief, brief, brief moment in the original trailer for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, which is weird. A little bit. And they just abandoned it. They were still cutting the movie. That's interesting. They were still cutting the movie when they put the trailer together. Like, they were done. They didn't know it was... Go- well, I, I guess that happens. There's all sorts of occasions where movies come out where there's stuff in the trailer that's not in the movie. Like, literally the most recent Star Wars movie was like that. Wasn't there so much of the Rogue One trailer that didn't happen in the movie? But yeah, that's TIE Fighter. Yeah. flies up and it's not in there. I rebel. Uh, I don't know. I, I find I find it interesting. But yes, I would love I would love them on, like, vacation together. I think it'd be fun. I don't know where they would go. It doesn't even matter. (laughs) Oh, God. Ferris in Vegas. (laughs) Oh, that's a scary thought. He would end up on stage in some, like, big production. For sure. For sure. That's just the kind of kid he is. There's not a whole heck of a lot more to this. The two of them flirting is funny. Or her her, her little kissy face. It's weird. It's weird. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, I love the moment where Sloane says that she's uh, that he is licking the window and making obscene, making obscene gestures, gestures with, his, with hands. his hands. Me too. I love care. I love Ferris. Is like what? <laughs> yeah, like his his reality like is smashed I, like with this impression of his dad is being <laughs> smashed right there. Uh, I think it's really funny. I I, I must imagine like for them watch like. 
because he's sitting down there and he's watching her like she he sees her like kind of messing with with Tom a little bit. And and I think that's I think it's bold, right? They're trying to be incognito. Again, because they it's that invincible teenager bullcrap where they're going to poke the bear any chance they get because we're not going to get caught. And they don't because, again, fantasy will land and this movie isn't realistic. Well, and that, I think Tom, kind of stuff. I think Tom is so oblivious. He, I guess so. I mean, both the parents he's, in this movie are pretty oblivious. I don't know about her so He's blinded much, by really? a pretty lady. That's, I mean... Men are pretty damn basic, unfortunately. And, uh, it is. It's true. I, if we the girls start making that. smoochy faces at me in the cab I'd, next year, I'd, I don't just, care. Yeah, uh, I'd, uh, I'd be just as flattered as Tom is. But it, but yeah. again, men have like so much more power than women. Because like, even though women can make men go into pooling nonsensical nothings <laughs> just by doing this. Yeah. A, hay, a hay and a kissy face. <laughs> women really have the power. We just, they just Very. don't. Very simple-minded you guys are. We will accept that. <laughs> I love the way his eyebrows go up like, when she makes the kissy face. It's so great. God, I honestly, I, I want it, I want every still of this minute. If it was the other way around, people would be it, quite upset. Uh, it would be very strange if it was the other way around. If well, okay, if it was the other way around, would it be Cameron making a kissy face at at, no. G- at, at, at Katie Bueller? Like that's Ew, weird. That's weird too. Don't that's mean, worse. I mean, I mean, like if if Tom Bueller was oh, sitting there like <laughs> making faces and like trying to get her attention because she's I mean, underage. He he doesn't. But he doesn't know that. No, no. What I'm saying is like, I think he would have just if she hadn't if she hadn't been. Like staring at him and mm-hmm. getting his attention, mm-hmm. he would have just gone back to his paper. Well, I know, obviously, but I'm saying in the context of the, what's going on, if if it happened the other way, it would uh, be uncalled for. It, I mean, if he was if it's he was licking standard. the glass and making obscene gestures with his hands, it would be uncalled for. It would be. And he's just <laughs> like he doesn't know what I don't think he knows. He doesn't what know to what do. to do at this point. <laughs> Because I feel like he's happy in his marriage. He doesn't, like, necessarily leer at other women yeah. or anything like that. I think that they have a good, healthy relationship. So, for me, like, I I, I think I mentioned in the first minute that I host a pub quiz, you know, at bars yeah. at night. And there will be times where I will, like, I will get phone numbers just, like, written on answer sheets. And, you know, it's one of those things. I'm married. I, you know, I'm happily married to my wife. But, you know, it, I, I'm I'm flattered. I'm flattered, and you know, I I go and I t- you know, I'll tell my wife later. I'm like, hey, look, I got a phone number. You know, <laughs> I'm never I'm never going to call that person. She knows that. And, yeah. But I'm like, it, it 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 does feel nice to be like, oh hey, look, Desired this, a this bit. person. Like yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're flattered, but if an underage girl oh. tried to give you her number, I'm pretty sure that's a different feeling. Oh, oh absolutely, well, yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm sure. saying. But like she he is recognize her as a no. He doesn't, he doesn't recognize yeah. her as an underage girl. Well, no. and, and technically, uh, Mia Sarah's not underage at this point. Well, no, so we're talking about the character, yeah. not the actress. <laughs> if, Let's if, not play the technically game, Gary. <laughs> I mean, I mean... I'm like, well, that's the, a- that's the actress, not the but character. But what I'm saying is she doesn't look underage because she's not. Well, yeah, well, isn't that a problem? Isn't that how guys end up getting, no, no, like, getting no, put in no. jails because they end up hooking up with a girl that I they, mean, looks like an adult and they're not? Yes, but that's not what I'm getting at either. <laughs> I mean, if she looked like 
a 16-year-old right. sitting in this car right now, right. I think his reaction would be entirely different. Oh, well, of course. Right. But that's the point is that she looks the way she does. It's, I guess. I don't think that that there's any sort of, like, pedophilia angle happening here. No, I still think it's weird. I mean, it is. It's, it's, she's toying with him. And that's okay. I'm not saying it's okay. All right. That's what it sounds like you guys are saying, because you guys are guys, but I'm just saying... I'm like it's still wrong. <laughs> she doesn't. It is. There's no. Expe- there's no expectation or intention here. Of course if she not. was like he actually trying to get. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's all between cars. There's no dialogue involved. I yeah. mean, there's weirder <laughs> things have happened. I'm just saying, like, it's not. Saying? She's not lavender brown, like blowing the heart initials on the, <laughs> the train door. Um, like that's too much. Oh. That's oh, much. Lavender Brown. I know. Oh, we'll talk about her. We have a long time till we get there. Yeesh. Long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, no kidding. Years. Wrong show. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. That's okay. Uh, I feel like that means that we're probably done here. If this is Yeah, the last. I think so. Do you have a... Do you, before, before we let you go, do you have anything else that you want to... You want to uh, bring up from... Like, yeah. Is there anything else in, in Ferris you'd like to uh, to discuss before we're done for the week? You know, I just I love this movie. I I love I love coming of age movies and especially the teen movies of the eighties and John Hughes. He yeah, as I said before, he didn't talk down to his audience. He didn't he didn't patronize his audience. Mm-hmm. He didn't make his his characters seem like he respected his characters and his and the actors. Yeah, and I love that. And so it's why these movies hold up. It's why this movie holds up when a movie like American Pie or, you know, like... Ugh. Yeah. Uh, right. Like, other movies of... Like, other teen movies don't hold up as well because they don't respect the characters. They don't uh-huh. respect that age group. And these movies do. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> like, and I think uh, I think it's not just to the benefit of, like, John Hughes having the respect for the characters, but, like, a genuine respect for teens. Um, in one of the right. the books behind the scenes that I have, it talks about how, like, between all the different movies that he had worked on and written for, uh, he had sat down and, and interviewed and talked with and auditioned so many of, like, the teen stars of the time. And any of the time that uh, any of the, the behind the scenes interviews I've seen with people that are talking about, like, what it was like meeting John Hughes over and over again they're like you know we just it was like a conversation they would sit down and just like really talk about like what they were working on and what they were interested in and i think that he genuinely listened and i think that that comes through because these kids don't feel like fictionalized versions of teenagers Uh uh-huh i think i think it i think it makes a huge difference i also want to throw out here uh there's a book that i that i got when i was in europe for uh my honeymoon that I fell in love with. It was actually released in Europe ahead of time because the the writers uh, lives in London. It's called Life Moves Pretty Fast: The Lessons huh. We Learned from Eighties Movies and Why We Don't Learn fr- uh, Learn Lessons from Movies Anymore. The writer's name is Hadley Freeman, and it it just goes chapter by chapter. This is the this is a movie. So it talks about one of the one of the eighties movies and says this is the lesson we learned from this movie. And it talks about that movie as a whole, why yeah. we learned this lesson from this movie, and then it also goes into topics about why the movie, the film industry, is different today. Mm. And it's 
really a great book. Like I devoured it yeah. like, while I was on that trip. Uh, it's really great. No, it's and it's on Amazon. I, Go. I think or, um, it's in your bookstores. I'm sure. Yeah, I think I might have mentioned it really early on the podcast. I haven't gone back. I can. I'm like looking at my copy from where I'm sitting right now. Uh-huh. That that I got because because you inspired me to. And oh, I, and that's I, right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I think um, I think I think we you tweeted it, the author. Yeah. Uh, when that happened, it's really great. I um I read through the Ferris chapter and I keep meaning to go back and read through the rest. And it's just it's gotten mixed into a pile of to be read stuff. And, right. Uh, and I um I almost forgot about it until you just mentioned it. I'm gonna have to pick that back up before we're done here. It's great. It's a quick breezy read. Uh, it's doesn't get too crazy, but it it talks a lot about about the film industry today yeah. it talks about feminism and you know it, it, it's just outstanding i think it, i think the chapter for ferris talks in particular about like class struggles and the different like kind of upbringings of the different characters in this movie and sort of the right. effect of that and that was really interesting to read about i don't know that's awesome thank yeah. you by the way for pointing me in that direction <laughs> of course, yeah. Anyone out there listening to this podcast, check out that book. It's called Life Moves Pretty Fast, uh, Hadley Freeman. Hadley Freeman, yes, yes. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for being here all week. This was so much fun. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll uh, we'll we'll certainly have you back for uh, our next minutes podcast when we start doing uh, Harry Potter again. You I will. Should, uh, you we'll couldn't keep me away, Gary. <laughs> oh, has, have you, oh, since you're so quick, have you already claimed minutes for... I don't know. I, have, I don't think uh, you've reached out to me about Chamber yet. I, I no, yeah, not, you did. I think you I, mentioned I did, that you wanted, you you specifically mentioned that you wanted something with Lockhart, right? I do. I want a good Lockhart minute. I think, a, a I think Lockhart thank you. I'm pretty sure I'm giving you Flourish and Blots. Isn't okay. uh, Oh, yes. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, didn't you even tell me, Gary, that he had minutes already picked out for Willy Wonka? What? I, I don't oh, remember. Maybe you don't. No, I, I think Scott no, that was Scott. Did. Scott okay. gave me. Okay. Scott mentioned. Okay. Victoria really wants us to do Willy Wonka after we wrap up on Chamber, and I think that's gonna happen. We haven't started doing a whole lot for that yet, but uh, we'll we'll get back to you on that one soon. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Um, come back next week as we start covering the parade, and uh, yeah. It should be fun. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, all those things. Give us a, a five-star rating and review. And uh, come come back next week for Minute 61. Donkashane.